Hello and welcome to the Leadership Vision Podcast, where we share our expertise in the discovery, practice, and implementation of StrengthsFinder. For more resources about developing your strengths, the strengths of your team, or the strengths of your organization, visit us on the web at leadershipvisionconsulting.com. My name is Nathan Freeberg, and today on the podcast, I'm having another strengths conversation with my colleague and the Director of Business Development here at Leadership Vision, Logan Joyce. More specifically, we're having a push conversation. We've done four of these push conversations now, and you should go listen to the others when you're done here. There's some great stuff to learn. And if you've already listened to those, then you'll know that a push conversation is any dialogue between two people where you're intentionally pushing strengths to the center. You can talk about everyday things, but just reference your strengths and the strengths of the other person so that you're practicing the language of strengths. You're practicing seeing things from another person's perspective, and you're practicing using strengths to articulate your perspective. In this episode of the podcast, you'll get to hear Logan and I discuss how our strengths help us collaborate with others. Logan and I share a few strengths, but we also have a few that are quite different. And it's in those differences that you really hear how uniquely we approach this topic of collaboration. Collaboration is defined as the action of working with someone to produce or create something. Now, every single one of you listening to this podcast right now does this in one form or another every day. On small things, on big things, and everything in between. We're a species that is built to do this with one another. And understanding our unique approach to collaboration is important if we want to do it well. We picked this topic today from a list of eight conversation starters that help you talk about your strengths without necessarily having to talk about those strengths. There's a link in the show notes to see what those are, but there are, of course, many different ways to go about this. But just to get your push conversation started, find a friend and ask them how they do one of the following things. How do they get work done? How do they make decisions? How do they form relationships? Ask them how do they prefer to communicate? Ask them how they collaborate with others. Ask them how do they learn new things and stay curious. Or ask them how do they adjust to change or handle conflict. I've been learning so much from these conversations. And the more that I do them and listen to them and re-listen to them when I'm editing them, well, I just think that everyone should be assigned this as homework to do one of these conversations each week. Maybe not to record them, but to seek out a colleague, a friend, a a spouse, a partner, just to better understand how your two sets of strengths interact. The number of things you can apply to your life is endless. I should remind us, too, that push conversations aren't just for strengths professionals. They can help anyone who wants to understand themselves or those around them better. If you or the person you're talking with isn't familiar with strengths, or maybe hasn't even taken strengths, you can use these conversation starters as a way to just kind of talk about what you're good at, talk about some of your preferences, talk about the way that you engage the world. Then if you are talking with a strengths professional, they can use those things to help draw them back to some potential areas of strength. Remember, these conversations are a way to talk about your strengths without necessarily having to talk about your strengths. Instead of trying to talk about one of your strengths at random, these push conversations set up a context or a scenario that should prompt examples. As you listen to Logan and I talk about how our themes of strength help us collaborate, think about how your strengths help you collaborate. 
All of us have to do this on a regular basis. And sometimes when you know kind of how you're wired, how you do it best, well, that can help you do it even better. So here it is, a very raw conversation between Logan and I, learning how our strengths help us collaborate. Enjoy. Okay, Logan, so I've just started our timer here. Yeah. Five minutes. How do you use your strengths or what strengths do you use really rely on to collaborate with others? And maybe even before you answer that, one thing I just say about these questions in, in general is you don't have to talk about strengths with them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're really designed for anyone to pick up and just say, you know, how do you collaborate on a team? And if you're not familiar with language of strengths or maybe talking with someone who hasn't take it, taken it, you can just well, this is what I do. And then as the person who does have some strengths, knowledge, and awareness, try to guess a little bit about, hmm, I hear some behaviors that maybe that's tapping into responsibility or command. So so how do you collaborate? Yeah. Hey, well, do you want to play a game? I would love to play a game. Okay, sorry. This is my ideation. What if we did this one without using the language of strengths? Yeah. Just to practice this in real time. And if it doesn't work, we'll just erase it. No one will know that we <laughs> messed Deal. up. Deal. You want to try that? Yeah. Let's go. All right. This is it's good. still going to be, be strengths behaviors, but yeah, just kind of yeah. yeah behaviors. Yeah. But we won't say I use my ideation to do this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh this is gonna this is gonna stretch our mental muscles. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna reset the timer. Okay, go. Okay. Um, when it comes to collaboration, I think it's important for me to kind of highlight the ends of the spectrum. Uh, when I am in a place where I feel like nobody is the proper leading voice. I become a bulldozer often. That's that's the really, really negative output okay. of who I am. When I'm in a place when I feel like there's a really strong leadership, you'll see me go quiet until I have something brand new and exciting, like a thought that is uh, hopefully the breakthrough to the group. Um, and so those are kind of the ends of the spectrum for me, are either I take over when I feel like it's a really negative mm. place, or I totally sit back and until i feel like i've come up with the brand new exciting thought i'm almost silent so those are my spectrum ends um so you're either all in or kind of wait yeah totally and it's it's completely circumstantially driven based on whether or not i feel like the right voices are leading the conversation uh so something that i've had to grow in self-awareness of because i could tick a lot of people off very quickly <laughs> totally. with both of those approaches. And so when it comes to collaboration, um, to me, it's a big self-awareness game. Understanding how my voice is being perceived. For me, uh, oh, I just, I've said for me too many times. That's in this. okay. Cut that's some okay. of them out, Nathan. That's okay. <laughs> um, Leave them all in. <laughs> dang it. That's, for me, is my filler instead of using strengths words, I think, is that's, what's happening right I now. I think we'll both have those. Yeah, that's it's okay. Uh, a lot of it is I love to ask the hard questions. Like that's mm. not scary to me. It's actually exciting to me to ask the question that might tick you off a lot. You might not answer it because you're so upset by the question. Ooh, that bad. Okay. I, yeah. I, I'm very comfortable in that space, but I also, I've been a part of enough of those conversations to know kind of when I'm willing to be the jerk, a lot of times people will come back to me and say that was a, a defining moment in my life. I've had that a lot. Um, You're a nice jerk. I'm a nice jerk. Okay. Well, at least I'm a, a jerk with a 
uh, there's a Art. positive vibe yes. attached to it, right? Um, and so collaboration for me is discerning whether or not the group can take the hard questions. And I think your maximizer, I'm sorry, uh, Nathan, the person <laughs> that you are, uh, I've, okay. I've seen that come out as well mm-hmm. to go like, hey, I've, we're not going to settle just because I'm afraid of hurting someone's feelings. I'm going to, when you're editing a blog post, you're willing to tell me, hey, this sentence sounds really stupid. Yeah. Um, Logan, and that's th- terrible writing. Yeah, come on. He says that basically, and then he'll say, just write me a new post. Right. That'll be great. Start over. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I really appreciate that. And so in collaboration, a lot of times I feel like that's my greatest output is to be willing to say the hard thing, to lead the conversation into a place that most people aren't comfortable leading into, or also to lead with a new genuine thought. Um, and then there are a lot of times when that's, that's too hard, when group dynamics aren't quite deep enough for that to work. And so collaboration a lot of times has to be tempered for me, quite mm-hmm. honest. Um, to say this group isn't in the place where they could really receive the hard word or uh, this group is in a place where we don't need to go a thousand feet deep. We just need mm-hmm. to get the task done. Uh, and so collaboration for me in those kind of settings is really to respond to who's leading the conversation and to kind of stay at their tempo, at their pace, at their level. Does That's that make good. sense to you? It makes total sense. And did you have more to say about that? You have a little bit more time left. You don't have to. I want to. I want to hear you say things, and then we'll go back and forth. <laughs> okay. Well, so what what I hear in that is the kind of the first thing you were saying about if there's no leadership, you'll stay. You'll step in and kind of take control. Yeah. That's one of the classic behaviors of someone with this theme of command. Yeah. And I I think it's interesting how, um. Also, the I don't know if it's some some behaviors of the strategic too, but the strategic awareness of knowing when you need to do that. You know, okay, there's clearly no leadership here. No one's steering the boat. I, it's time for me to step in. I'm the captain now. Yeah, yeah. yes, <laughs> exactly. You used to play soccer with that guy. For real? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's from Minneapolis. Yeah, so weird. When That's I saw hilarious. When on a movie screen, he's terrifying. Funny. Yeah. We'll be right back. At Leadership Vision Consulting, we have spent 23 years helping individuals explore the depth and dimension of their personal strengths and have helped hundreds of teams build positive culture. We're excited to now announce our new online membership platform that brings together the resources, community, and motivation that you need to grow your influence and build a positive team culture. Through our courses, workshops, live Q&A sessions, and more, you'll gain the skills and confidence you need to lead effectively. And with our supportive community of like-valued leaders, you'll never feel like you're doing it alone. Visit leadershipvisionconsulting.com slash community to learn more. So what movie is that? It's the uh, Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks is in it. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. ideation <laughs> tangent. Um, but yeah, so you stepping over, stepping in, hopefully not stepping over, but taking <laughs> so over, um, I think is that trait of command and it's tricky. It's really tricky, yeah. right? Like, as you said, is that when we're talking about collaborating, like people don't necessarily want you to do that always. Sometimes they might. Sometimes that's exactly what's needed on a team is someone to step in, someone to provide direction. And it's interesting what you were saying about, you know, that's maybe not what this team needed or that's not exactly uh, the timing or the place for that. And, you know, the the theme of strategic a lot of those behaviors revolve around like 
being able to assess the situation, select the right course of action and then implement it. Totally. Um, and so I'd, I'd be curious to know maybe a little bit more about as you have, um, grown in your awareness of some of these things and you're not, you know, that old, you're younger than I am. Like, how has that changed as, you know, you've gone through school and, you know, your first professional experience and graduate school and some of that stuff. Um, if I had to guess the 15, 16 year old Logan <laughs> looks very different than the, how old are you now? 25? 27. 27. 27. Almost okay. 28. Wow. I'll be 28 probably when this you comes You don't look out. a day over 25. <laughs> 28. I'll take that. There's such a <laughs> dramatic swing between like there 25 is. and 27. There is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how, how, I guess, how has that changed? How, how has your use of those, those tools um, specifically around collaborating maybe changed in that time? Yeah. Uh, a lot of it is, I think, just a hard thing, realizing that uh, even if what I sound, what I say sounds really eloquent or really polished, or mm. ultimately, a lot of times, even if I feel like it'll get the group to a better place, honoring that being the bulldozer is never a positive thing. That's a That was a very conscious heart shift yeah. that happened a couple different times. <laughs> over my development and probably isn't done yet. Good for you. Yeah, but when I, I told you when I first took strengths, I celebrated it. That yeah. command, competition, significance yeah, were all there at the top. Yeah. Um, and so there, there's there been a lot of growth between like age 16 and 19, I'd say, between 20 and 23, and then transitioning careers into doing what I do at Leadership Vision. It's been a hard thing to go the most important thing you can give people 99% of the time is what they're asking for in Mm -hmm. front of you. There's been a heart thing there. Um, And then I think strengths honestly has given me a lot of language to go. My colleague Steph is a great example. She and I are opposite people in about every (laughs) single avenue. As we've discussed. Both beautiful people in different ways. And she makes me better in Mm -hmm. so many ways with her relationally driven, discipline-minded voice. Um, and so I think my collaboration has really, really grown to value other people instead of genuinely believing that influence is the only thing that matters. Um, and so I I think I hear people and the more mature I am, the more comfortable I am in a setting, the more apt I am to listen first hmm. and then respond. So when you talk strengths, the strategic leads the command and not the other way around. That's good. And that is that is an important um, or it's a good awareness piece. I mean, it's not bad if it's the other way around. It's just that's how you function. So, okay, I'm going to talk about mine. Yes. Or I'm going to talk about collaboration. I'm going to keep tweaking, changing the rules. So my strengths are, and this isn't necessarily in order, ideation, communication, adaptability, maximizer, and then we'll go with futuristic. Restorative and futuristic kind of Dance. change places, we'll say. I've taken it three times. Um, so the reason I'm saying those out loud is because I would like... Those of you listening at home, see if you can hear any of the behaviors of some of those things come out as I just talk about how I collaborate or how I try to collaborate. So the first thing I would say about collaboration, I want to define it a little bit. It's really just working on something together as, as a team, as a family unit, as an organization. And so my first thing is I always want to know where are we going? Like, what are we doing? What's the outcome? What's the big picture? What is the end of the rainbow, so to speak, so to speak? And so a lot of times I'm that person on the team saying, what are we doing here? Like, what, what is the, what is the end game? What is, what is the message here? 
Um, you know, if it's like this remodeling project that we're doing, it's like, well, what do we want this to look like when we're done? If it's, you know, a new tool we're trying to use at Leadership Vision or a new marketing thing, it's like, well, what does kind of success look like? Um, and I'm not always necessarily the person to come up with that um, yeah. unless it is something that I'm specifically driving and being like, hey, guys, we need to do this and here's why. I also want it to be the best of the best. But I think as I'm getting so I'm getting older, Logan, I'll be 40 next year if you can believe that. I know I don't look a day over 38. You're using like... <laughs> Proactive Rodan and Fields oh, Botox something. It's just, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. It's just it's just a lot of kale. Um, <laughs> kale and beer. Kale and beer. Because uh, I have gotten uh, older and knowing like when is the right time to kind of push people and try to get the best out of them and knowing when because sometimes on a team I can also be the the negative Nancy of. Like, wow, we got a 9 out of 10. It's like, yeah, but that last point we didn't get, why not? Let's figure this out. I'm often the one, like, after a thing on a team when we're working on something of, like, well, how did that go? You know, how did you feel your part went? How was my part? Like, always looking and seeking for feedback because I want to get better. I want (laughs) to improve. I want it to be better than it was before. The other role I often play on a team when I'm collaborating is I'm the idea guy. That's not going to be a hard one to figure out what... (laughs) Yeah, what strengths that connects with but like I don't think I've ever not had an idea about something sometimes it's just a matter of like which ideas are appropriate which are helpful which yeah. are the best and sometimes I can just be the one that's just like alright let's just let him open open the floodgates and then I often rely on others for the filtering process Totally. Um, it kind of depends on the team or the people that I'm with but Sometimes I don't have a very good filter, and that's where, you know, I think it's helpful to be on a team. You know, you've helped me with that sometimes. Steph is great. Steph is really good at that. Carrie (laughs) might be the best just because we've been working together so much longer. Um, But it's just like I'm the guy. I'm going to be the brainstorm guy. I'm going to be the guy that you give me one idea, I'll give you 50, or you have 50, you want me to figure out the best one? Sure, I I can do that too. Um, so it's it's very much for me this this process of like getting everybody aligned like this is where we're this is what we're doing this is where we're going and then okay now let's figure out how to get there together um i also realize that when i'm collaborating with people um while i have a lot of ideas i don't necessarily have a lot of like opinions about things so it's like where do you where should we go to eat Here's 15 ideas. Which one do you like? I honestly don't care. <laughs> this is just all the options. Yep. You you pick. So, um, yeah, I could keep rambling. But what yeah. did you what did you hear in there, Logan? Well, I'm interested knowing your history a little bit. If I your career history, oh you've boy. been a part of. Oh you you've started something basically from scratch. If I understand Co- correctly, a couple times. Yeah, you've been a part. Your time at Leadership Vision, you kind of came in right as the fledgling bird was taking off right so you've been in the middle and i think you maybe started your career in a place that was not adapting that quickly to a lot of changes in a certain industry so you've kind of been a part of Mm -hmm. the the entire spectrum of life sequence of organization Um, and there are limitations to the ability to do excellence in some of those there are limitations to the ability to implement new things quickly so i'm interested to hear which stage in the life cycle organizationally or relationally, whatever is most energizing mm-hmm. and which 
presents the most out front challenge for you in those behaviors? Wow, that's an interesting question. I think I love... So I just telling you about that book I just finished called Finish. Yeah. And I realized through reading that, because it's all about like perfectionism and this desire to start new projects because they're exciting, but then the perfectionism doesn't let you actually finish them. And so how do you finish them? Um, through reading that and just what I've known about myself, I, I love starting new projects. I love take, getting something off the ground, kind of entrepreneurial in that way. Yeah. And so a small business like Leadership Vision is really exciting to me. Uh, because we're constantly doing new stuff. We're constantly innovating and changing. And um, there's some things that we're not. And that's where, you know, this podcast is a great example. It's like, okay, how do we go to the next level of delivering great content about strengths and teams and leadership? And so in a couple of previous roles where I worked in organizations that were, I mean, the, the industry, it was education. The industry itself is not one that wants to change, yeah, you know, totally. and that's just like, oh, it's excruciating. <laughs> so there's this, you need to be able to at least generate the conversation oh, yes. around new yes, ideas absolutely. to come alive. Yep. And, yeah. and, you know, I also like when I collaborate, I also, I want to get everybody at the table. Um, I'm, I'm very much, I, I, I look at my role as like, I don't, I know I don't have all the ideas, but I, I believe I know who all the right people are that do have them. Huh. And so, and this is even true in like my friend group is like, I'm the guy that always gets everybody together. And so when it comes to like collaborating, it's like, I'll get everyone in a room together and then they kind of figure out yeah. what we're doing Yeah. just cause I, and, and so as a result, sometimes I'm looked at, looked to as the leader of things when I'm really not, I'm just yeah. the organizer. The, yeah. Or the initiator <laughs> or the initiator. Whatever. That's yeah, a better totally. word for it. Yeah. I mean, sure. Huh. Sometimes I'm the leader, but. So yeah, yeah, that's really cool. And I thank you. Listen, and it's really cool to me as well. To you've been since I came to Leadership Vision, you've been working from a distance. You're yes. on the West Coast, halfway and we're, across the country. It's currently we have more snow coming this week, even though it's almost summer I'm, here in Minneapolis. I, it's it's yeah, it's it's fifties there right now, and I'm <laughs> looking outside here downtown Minneapolis. It, I mean, literally three, four, <laughs> five feet of snow here. Yep. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> and uh, so you've been at a distance from us, and I think that's very interesting. Um, you always have a new idea, and it seems as though every time you actually come to Minneapolis, we get everyone around the table. You've thought the thought, processed mm-hmm. it a little bit, tapped the right person on the shoulder, and hopefully, then, yeah, hopefully, yeah. Uh, most of the time, I see that output, so that by the time we're sitting around the table as a team. You bring three or four fresh things Mm -hmm. that are considerably down the way because you've maximized, you've thought through, you've brought the right people in. And then you say, okay, now someone take it to the next step. Someone else, here you go. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if that's, if it's because of the circumstance or if it's just you making the best of the circumstance, but I see you're very effective in your collaboration based on your lack of proximity to the team. So it's, well, thank it's you. cool. Yeah, yeah. No, that is interesting to think about because when Steph and I did, when these conversations, we talked about change and how that's really difficult. And sometimes when I'm asking the team to change, I, I through that conversation, she helped me realize that, oh, wait, I have thought through all those things. And so it's just presented versus, versus it being how you just described it. Is it more of a collaboration? Um, and so one thing I, I mean, she didn't tell me I need to work on this, but she kind of did. Is, <laughs> she you know, does that. Yeah. Versus just like, 
here, I've thought through this, therefore you change and do this. It's more of, okay, how do we collaborate? How do we bring people to the table? Because I'd say, you know, the dark side, and I think when you're practicing these conversations at home to think through, okay, how are my strengths not showing up in this particular case collaboration? I think for me, it really is, I've already thought through these things. So so the flip side of what I said before, sometimes I will get people together kind of just to affirm my idea yeah, yeah. Um, and be like, hey, we're going to do this. Like, well, wait a second. Did you think about this or that? Stop questioning me. <laughs> just do it. Totally. totally. Like, but, you know, the, the emperor has no clothes. It's like, oh, whoops. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Let's go get dressed and then keep going. So anyway, um, Logan, this has been fun. Uh, we could talk forever. We're already yeah, we at could. 40 minutes here. Do you have any other thoughts? Any final no, Final I, things to encourage people as they're kind of having these conversations or just exploring, you know, this idea of strengths and practicing speaking the language. You know, I what I would say is we have these conversations more than almost anyone in the world. And I, <laughs> I honestly, hard. yeah, I'd say that. Yeah, they're never fun if you do them well. But I would also say in a 40-minute conversation, I feel like I have learned Ditto. some really practical ways to be a better teammate to you, Nathan. And so, um, and we're obviously the best at this in the world. Totally. There's no one as good at team playerness no. as us. We're so good. And, Logan. Yeah. And we're still learning. And so. super sarcastic. Too, <laughs> totally. So, yeah. Totally. That, do, that may not come through <laughs> on radio. I, I so. hope, I hope it does. No, but I, I agree. And that's, you know, at the end of the day, that is the point of this and it doesn't have to be as, as corny and cheesy as you know you're a dad now so dad jokes if they're not already part i've been of your, working on that for yeah. quite a long time so that's yeah. that's part of this but yeah, um personal. but no it's you know i i agree too and, and i think that you know if if i could implement that you know every member of our team does this with each other on a weekly basis i would because it's you know we didn't really talk about work we didn't really talk about personal stuff it's not you know soul bearing but it's enlightening we'll yeah. say so so thank you. Thank you. All right. Awesome. Talk to you later. See you. As you can tell, these conversations are intended to be pretty open-ended. It's helpful if you chat with someone who knows you well, as they can offer some real examples for you to wrestle with. But even if you're talking with someone you don't know well, or don't know at all yet, if it's a coaching situation, you can get into some deep stuff simply by focusing on one of the push conversation starters we referenced at the beginning. It's vague enough that it will allow really anybody to talk about themselves without having to start from scratch. If you'd like more information about how to have these types of conversations, well, drop us an email. We're always happy to help in any way we can. Thank you for listening to the Leadership Vision Podcast, sharing our expertise in the discovery, practice, and implementation of StrengthsFinder. Subscribe to the Leadership Vision Podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. For more resources about developing your strengths, the strengths of your team, or the strengths of your organization, visit us on the web at leadershipvisionconsulting.com. I'm Nathan Freeberg. Thanks for listening.